This is Jim Semivan, and you are listening to That UFO Podcast. Hi everyone, Andy here. This is a special announcement for folks who listen to the show via Spotify. You can now support the pod directly through Spotify for less than the price of a coffee each month, giving you ad-free content, no sponsorships, early access and bonus shows as well. So many of you have chosen to support the show through Patreon and Apple Premium and I appreciate this has been a long time coming for Spotify listeners. Just search That UFO Podcast Premium in Spotify or click the link in this description for this announcement. I am working my way through to upload the entire back catalogue with no sponsors or advertising in there, and you can already listen to the latest interview with ex-CIA officer John Ramirez and some of our popular AMAs, with a new one of those coming soon just for premium members. Otherwise, Apple Premium is still available with a two-week free trial as well, again from less than the price of a coffee, or you can sign up for Patreon for the additional benefits that come with those tiers. Again, thank you to everyone who supports the podcast and just listens to the shows. Lots of great content to come. Hi everyone and welcome back to That UFO Podcast. This is your October preview pod informing you, the listeners, of what's to come on the podcast this month and some of the stuff you might want to get involved in. Thanks to everyone who has listened in the month of September. Some great shows, some guests that ruffled a few feathers. Certainly if the feedback is anything to go by, but always appreciate folks getting in touch. October, though, I feel is definitely one for the books as it is a stellar lineup of guests. Let me reel off the four names of the guests first, then break down a little on each as some are already recorded and Others are still to be recorded. So, in order, it will be Whitley Strieber, Jim Semivan, Jacques Vallée, and James Fox. Yes, that is quite a lineup, I'm sure you'll agree. And at the end of the podcast, I'm going to play you a sneak preview well in advance of release of the Jim Semivan interview, too. So, stick around at the end for that. Let's get into it with these guests then. First up, on the free feeds from Monday the 3rd of October, is Mr. Whitley Strieber. This one is already out on the early access feed, so you can listen to that now, early access. The comments on this one have already been brilliant, and it's an hour that certainly flies by. Mr. Strieber talks about his incredible experience from 1985 that has been documented in the hit book Communion and the classic movie with Christopher Walken. It's a terrifying ordeal, but one that needs to be heard. I did mention on the interview, if you're uh, on the Travel Channel or Discovery+, Plus. I know especially in the UK, Discovery Plus is free for 12 months for SkyQ customers. Uh, you can access his new documentary, The Visitors, which does cover a lot of that stuff in detail as well with Whitley talking through it. That is that is available just now uh, in documentary form on free platforms. Whitley discusses updates on this, including what's in his new presentation he's going to be doing on October 16th in Manchester, UK, at the Awakening Expo. Limited tickets are still available and you'll get to see me as well, as fortunately I am hosting the event. It's also got Steve Mera, Richard Doty and Mike Barra too. Whitley is no doubt the headliner here and I look forward to hearing his story in person. But please let me know what your thoughts are on the back of Whitley's interview. And thanks to all of those who did send in questions. I promise I asked as many as I could in a very limited time. After that, it's a bumper two hours with former CIA officer, 
to the star's co-founder and its current VP of operations, Jim Semivan. I enjoyed this one for many reasons and can't wait for you all to hear it. It goes out early access around the 3rd or 4th of October, a full week ahead of it being on the free feeds. So if you've signed up to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Patreon, etc., you'll get it really early, in full and no adverts. And like I say, it's a two-hour long show. Jim and I went over his time with Two of the Stars, personnel changes there from when it was Steve Justice, Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon and others. We talked about his ideas of gin and how those ancient characters could be representations of the phenomenon. He shared some amazing stories about people he knows and their sightings, including one he says could have been the best UFO picture ever, but it does have a frustrating ending, as it always does. We also discussed legislation going through Congress, his own experiences, and then a load of listener questions, which jumped all over as well. But as, as always, you folks never let me down in terms of quality. I even brought back the quickfire round for this one because there was so much I wanted to speak to uh, Jim about. And I can't say that Jim Semivan wasn't on my guest bucket list, so it was a huge honour to speak to him. And if going by what he says at the end, it might also be one of his last podcast appearances ever, or at least for some time. I certainly hope not, though, because I love hearing from him. So, so you can check that one out very, very soon. That'll be on the free feeds on the 10th of October. Speaking of guest bucket lists, the next one up will be Mr. Jacques Vallée, and that is one that myself and many of you have wanted to be on for some time. He's on to discuss the new expanded edition of Trinity, The Best Kept Secret, the book he co-authored with Paola Harris, an event that preceded Roswell as maybe the first crash retrieval ever. Paola was on with me last year discussing the first publishing of the book, so go back and check that one out, and please send send in any last minute listener questions but that'll need to be before Sunday evening on the 2nd of October as that's when I'm recording with Jack but I'll leave it open to put in anything at all I can last minute. Jacques is a real jewel in the crown of the UFO community and this one is definitely not to be missed and I'll do my best to make you all proud on that one. Then we finish off the month with James Fox coming back onto the podcast shortly after his new feature, Moment of Contact, is released. Folks may know now this is an in-depth look at the Virginia UFO case in Brazil, where beings were apparently seen on the ground in a village, one that's still causing much controversy to this day, as rumours do exist of a video of one of the beings being examined by a doctor locally. Get your questions over for the ever-popular Mr Fox and I'll get through what I can. But please also think about renting, uh, buying, however you can, the moment of contact when it comes out around the 18th of October. Folks, at the start of this year, I got a bit of a health scare and it kick-started me to getting fitter, healthier and generally looking after myself better. A healthier breakfast was high on my priority list and it should be for you too. Magic Spoon is the perfect way to get in your morning protein, eating cereal that tastes like it did when you were a kid without all the bad stuff. I can promise you there is nothing unidentified in this cereal. The variety pack has four flavours including cocoa, fruity, frosted and peanut butter. This pack has 0 grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein and only 4 net grams of carbs. There are only 140 calories per serving. It's keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free free and low carb. It's delicious but super healthy cereal that really brings joy to your mornings, afternoons or actually any time of day. 
Go to magicspoon.com forward slash that UFO to grab a variety pack and try it today. Be sure to use our promo code that UFO at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if for any reason you don't like it, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to get your delicious bowl of guilt free cereal at magicspoon.com forward slash that UFO and use that code. That UFO to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. As well as all of that, the listener call-in show I've been putting together over a few months will be out in the coming days, very early October, as well as new breakdowns and also a full review of Moment of Contact with myself and Dan in the days following its release. Just before I play you the sneak preview of the Jim Semivan interview, I always like to finish with a thank you. Sincerely to all of you who support me and the podcast in doing what I love to do. It's an absolute pleasure to get to speak to the people I do and put out episodes for all of you to listen to. Whether you're signed up to on a paid uh, feed or you listen to the free shows, it means a lot, it really does. If you've enjoyed and haven't yet, please, please consider leaving a five-star review and a comment on your chosen platform, it really does help. With that being said, here is Mr. Jim Semivan for you to finish off this preview podcast. I'll shut up now. Why does a phenomenon choose to show itself, in your opinion, to to some people in such a a brash way, yet for others it's hidden in the sky at a distance, very spurious, hard to collect data. Why is it so haphazard in, in its presentation, do you think, when it could just land in the middle of New York right now? You know, uh, I grew up in a town called Youngstown, Ohio, <clears throat> rough and tumble. And my Youngstown answer would be because they're assholes, because they basically screw with us, right? They're just screwing with us. And, and you know, now, now that's how I feel inside. It's like, um, you know, kids I grew up, that's what we would say, you know, quit, quit screwing with our heads, you know, you, you, you bunch of assholes. Well, they, they're doing this. They're constantly doing this. Um, that's that trickster element to it, but it's also an element of, of obfuscation, um, camouflage. There's a reason they're doing that. I don't know what that reason is, um, uh, but it's tiresome. Um, uh, and you know, there's an element to it again that, that's scary. I mean, I you know, uh, one of my one of my friends who and one of probably one of the best researchers in the field, Robert Hastings. Uh, you know, who wrote you know UFOs and Nukes and Confessions, uh, two wonderful books. Um, People haven't read them. And you should read them. But uh, we had conversations, and 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 uh, Robert calls it the meh response. And um, and I had, uh, you know, and I asked him what he meant by that, and he said it's it's funny because he's had experiences, and he said sort of after the experience, he just you know, even with my wife and I, we had this this incredible experience, and I was really excited. And after like a while, I was like, eh, gotta go on with my life. Um, uh, I, I had a, I'll give you a, a, one, one quick example. Uh, uh, I was at a, a, a wake for, um, uh, a, a, my, one of my wife's mentors, uh, a very well-known, uh, uh, biologist, uh, who, um, discovered, um, uh, the opiate receptors in the brain. Uh, and she's a wonderful, wonderful person, wrote a bunch of books, uh, and we're at this, uh, wake and, um, uh, there's a bunch of people gather around, mostly scientists. I didn't know. Um, uh, I ran into a scientist and I won't, I, I won't tell her name, Harvard trained, 
and she tells me this story. And um, she was um, she lived out west, Colorado or someplace, and she was uh, and her husband were getting ready to go out or something, and she had a she was in her bedroom and she had a robe on and she had a little porch off and she was on the side of a hill and uh, she notices something funny. She goes out on the porch and she looks up and 300 feet away is a disc, right? Classic flying saucer, right? Little dome on top, inverted saucers together. Harvard PhD. She's staring at it and she can't believe her eyes. But she knows enough to go in and, and get her husband, you know, and said, you know, get a camera. Come on out. So the husband was, you know, ah, what the hell are you doing? You know, we've we got to get going. He goes, no, 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 come out, get the camera. And so he comes out with a camera and they're both staying there. Never took a picture. This thing was there, she said, for about two or three minutes. And he never thought of picking that camera up and taking that photograph. It would have been the photograph of the millennia, right? Thing takes off, shoots straight up into the sky. You know, it was like it was there and it wasn't there, just gone. They come back in and they didn't discuss it um, at all. They just went ahead, took their showers, got ready, got dressed, went to the, went to the thing. And she said, they just never discussed it as a husband and wife until long after it happened and they still don't know what to make of it and i remember robert you know hastings telling me yeah it's sort of like the you know this response is like that these things happen and and a lot of people when they have these you know the hundreds of thousands of people have had these experience go wow isn't that strange i another one I, I, you know a, a young man and I, I i you know had a conversation had been having conversations with for the last six months you know telling me about his experience he had driving near White Sands Missile Base at night with a bunch of other military guys and they get this big light that shines down on the vehicle and um, they don't know what it is and somebody's saying it's it's an object or what have you, but it's like a blue light that comes into the vehicle and they stop the car <coughs> and that's all they remember. There was like four or five of them and then the next thing they know, they're just driving down the road to wherever they were going. And it was the first time he'd even mentioned it since it happened. But he mentioned it to me like 20 years later. And he said, I don't know why we didn't even talk about it. It was just something that, so, you know, what's going on here? Um, you know, it's, it's the phenomenon, I think, basically either imposing some type of cloud of, you know, uh, cloudiness over our, 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 our fogginess over our minds or maybe instructing us not to do that, not to discuss it, not to discuss it openly, or putting it off until long after the event has occurred. Uh, you know, once again, it's, it's not a, uh, a trusted interlocutor by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, so let me give you an example. You know, I, I mentioned this before on another podcast. I was visited once by a quote unquote messenger being, you know, and there's a little hooded figures that came into my bedroom. This is probably not not longer than five or six years ago, seven years ago. And it was the only other appearance. And he came in and looking at each other and make a long story short, he just disappears. I'm wide awake. I, you know, not the least bit afraid. 
And my response wasn't, wake up my wife. You wouldn't believe what the hell just came into the bedroom again. It was, eh, you know, went to bed, put the covers up. Next morning, got up, you know, um, and it was a messenger. And I found out my friend died. And it was probably that's what it was about, I'm sure. But I remember thinking, I better call up so-and-so, you know, the head of this. Uh, he was ahead of this. Um, he was a doctor ahead of, ahead of this program that my wife and I were involved in and still are about people that have had these uh, experiences. And, uh, and he said, well, you, you should try to recontact. It was clearly a, a contact. You should go back and contact. And I said, I'm not contacting that. I don't want to contact that. I don't want anything to do with that damn thing. You know, I don't know what the hell it was. I don't want it in my life. I, I didn't want to open up any kind of pathway with that. Uh, and I know a lot of people tell me, ah, oh, you know, you, you know, you, you know, this was, these are invitations. You should be taking these. And I'm saying, well, easy for you to say, if I knew what the hell it was, if it introduced itself and say, Hey, I are you? My name is, you know, I, I still would be skeptical, highly skeptical of it, but nevertheless, it doesn't give you that opportunity. Does it? It, 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 it just walls itself off. And most experiences are like that. It doesn't allow this, this back and forth, you know, they go, well, it'll come back in three years and it'll pick you up and you have these, those are contact experiences, but can you actually trust those experiences that they are actually what they are? I'd be very doubtful that, that I, I, in other words, I wouldn't bet a paycheck on it. Thank you. 